The gods that once ruled Proxima shaped its nations a thousand years ago in the last war. The powerful artifacts they left behind have kept peace through the balance of power between nations. But power changes, and balance is delicate. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle! Dangle! Welcome to Dingles and Dangles, the Dungles and Dongles podcast. I am your Dungle Master, Andre Viaplana, joined as always by Lex Simpson. With English cucumber in tow. Big crunch. <laughs> Samantha Grubbs. Shout out to my therapist, Amy, if you're listening. <laughs> Big shout outs to Amy. And of course, Sawyer Wade. If I'm sounding especially clear. It's because I got a new microphone. Yay me. Ooh, that crystal crisp, crisp audio, baby. If I sound terrible, it's because I got a new microphone. <laughs> Can I shout out to Amy, too? I want to, hey, Amy. <laughs> yeah, also, hello, Amy. Big shouts to Amy. We love you, Amy. What's up, Amy? Uh, guys, it feels like it's been ages since we last played. Let's get a quick recap in so we can remember what happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Last time, our heroes returned to Clayborough and found it under siege. Mendo and Polly ventured into town to fight off the prickly pear bandits, while Leaf Jim returned to the Ember Monastery to use the Eternal Bellows and restore the flame of the Ember Hearth. Mender, Polly and Mendo freed Breva, the gold- Mender is- that's my full name. <laughs> Shut the fuck Mendo's up, I'm gonna sure. edit it out. <laughs> Perler and Mender. Polly and Mendo freed Breva, the golden dragonborn bartender, and some captured halflings before making their way to the Gilded Kiln, where they made quick work of Rotten Jake, the leader of the Prickly Pear Gang, and Calvin Letterby, a shitty, rich snot of a lieutenant. <laughs> Leaf Gem took out a mage that was destroying the monk's sand skippers and worked her way into the monastery, restored the flame, and fought in a prolonged battle against the Humane Confederation captain, Johan Praline. Braley knocked Leafjim unconscious, but she was fed a health potion by the monk leader Sister Ember, and the tides of battle turned. In the end, our party reunited in the Gilded Kiln for a big group hug. And that's where we are now, 60 seconds into this big group hug. I almost died. You can see the, the freeze frame from the previous credits run hug. Yeah, but then someone <laughs> walks by in the background and you realize it wasn't a freeze frame. <laughs> yes, very police squad, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so uh, Rumi, the halfling sister of Mendo, Mendo's younger sister, is in the middle of this big group hug and she just pops That's her head cool. out the top like Jon Snow in that one battle in Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, and uh, Breva, who's on the entire outside of it, her, her arms drop, you guys. You're all her <laughs> feet dangling in this big group hug. She goes, oh shit, my bar's still on fire. <laughs> and grabs a bucket of mop water and throws it on. You see Calvin Letterby's passed out from the smoke at this point. Oh. And she just starts wrapping him up in rope. Uh, and you guys- I'm not uh, usually on the other side of the fire thing, so I can't really. Does she put out all the fire or can I help? Uh, you can help her put out the fire if you like. I also help. I'm gonna go, I'm just, I'm just stomping on it with my, with my feet. I'm more of the supply side of fire, so. <laughs> Yes, I, I do create water and I make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it rain, Jim Jim. Uh, yeah, you absolutely make it rain. So I'm going to take my little sister side and 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 uh, do my best impression of a parent, I guess, and try to just lambaster for her. Great. Uh, okay, Mendo, 
you yeah. uh no mender my my full name is mender and I'm <laughs> don't feeling... do not make me leave that in you piece of shit <laughs> and i'm feeling very mature right now so i'm using my full mender I, i'm not mender right now is... i'm mender and i have to talk to you about something <laughs> sorry hold on i eat when i'm stressed and right now I'm very stressed. And in fact, where did you any, get a pickle? It's a cucumber. I have many things on me. I bought a lot of things from Cookie before he. Look, it doesn't uh, matter. She just gives you a big hug. And she's, like, uh, she's like, we we were worried about you, so we chased after you. I'm freaking sorry. Okay, worried about me? It's I'm on my life world walk. You you left early for your world walk because you were acting fucking weird and staying in your room all the time. We knew something was up. And so, yeah, we decided to take our world quest a little early too. If that's irresponsible, well, maybe you should have been more communicative. A world walk isn't following another world walk. That doesn't count as a- Oswaldo is missing. I know. I, you need to go home. Is there- Everything's on fire. I can't send you home. I don't, I don't want to go home. I- I was the one that led Oswaldo into this. He was more hesitant than I was. If if anything, I should get him back. Oswaldo is a giant wimp. He's an absolute loser wimp. <laughs> he's not a loser. He's a wimp. He's, There's a difference. He's a loser and he a has wimp. potential. If he learns math, he'll have a plenty of career possibilities. If he if anyone learns math, they'll have plenty of career possibilities. <laughs> he's a loser and a wimp. But whatever. He was brave enough to come out here and try to rescue you. I guess. Me rescue what we from what. From what? A good time? From being away from Are my you, family? Have you been having a good time? Because you look horrible. I, it, it's up and downy, okay? It's kind of... Menda, what happened? Go home. No. It's, I'm going to find Oswaldo. You need to go home. <laughs> what happened? With what? With... I, oh. You shot fire oh. out of your fucking hands. What are you talking about? What? Put the pickle away. <laughs> Lots of things happen on your world walk, but this, like, for instance, being tied to a fucking ceiling. <laughs> yeah, well, I was only tied to the ceiling because I was clever enough to escape the first time we got caught. The first, so this is the second time you've gotten, well, so. Well, yeah, me and everyone else in this fucking town. Well, okay, you've got me there. Yeah, okay, so, listen, we, we, we went after you, and... We saw you come into town and we were following you into town when uh, these guys in cactus armor grabbed us mm. and uh, they brought us to this big house uh, across town. And what house? What house? Uh, the mayor's house, I guess. That's what Breva told me later. Uh, we were captured. We, I don't know how long necessarily we were down there. They, they kept us in the basement, so we didn't have any windows and they kept us separated but um, you know me, I'm a, I'm a sneaky, squirmy little bitch, so <laughs> you, you, know, you know me. A sneaky, squirmy little bitch. Uh, that is what our family's motto is. I'm good. I got quick hands, and I, I worked my way. I, I was able to pick the locks. They, they had us in manacles. Uh, I was on my way out, uh, and I was going to go get Oswaldo, but that's when they came for him. I don't know who it was. It was the prickly pears that captured us, but then... These other guys took him away. These guys in black armor, uh, and and they were with this this halfling guy, and he was talking to, to that guy. And she points to Rotten Jake, who is currently almost completely consumed by a lizard. He's just his head is poking out. The halfling handed him a, a bag of gold. They had they had Oswaldo. They they brought him outside. I I, I... leave him here. Is the the quivers of of a small 
child about to cry and she she rushes in to hold Rumi and rub her shoulder. That's all right, darling. That's all right. I'm giving Rotten Jacob a pickle right now. It's like very amusing to me that he's being eaten and also eating. Boy, thanks for the pickle, kid. Really appreciate the humanity you're displaying. Don't. What did we learn? What did we learn, Rotten Jake? Don't work for Nazis. Ah, it's right. That that child. Just as Leaf Jim puts her hands on Rumi's shoulders, uh, she was holding back the tears, and then that just opens the floodgates. Uh, he goes, I was yeah, so freaking uh, scared. I freaking ran. I uh, left my brother. It's my fault. They fucking shipped him off to God knows where. I'm so. That's I'm okay. such a fucking coward. No, no, darling. No, you're not. I, I ran to the only place with lights on this place, and Brave has been took care of me for a few days before <laughs> more soldiers came. And Brave, uh, is any of the beer not on fire? Uh, <laughs> Brave <laughs> finishes patting off a, a keg and uh, fills a very hot ale and slides it towards you. Mendo, how could you be so heartless? This is your little sister, and and we have to find your your little brother as well. Do you, I'm sorry. Who are you? Do you I'm Jim Jim. I, I'm your Jim Jim, darling. Aww, <laughs> you're Jim Jim. Uh, oh, thank you, Jim Jim. Is she in your adventuring party too? It's really fucking cool that you have an adventuring party. Well, uh... yes, we're, we're we're familiar with each other, uh, uh, so you could ask me anything about your brother, I, and I'll I, let you know. Just, no, <laughs> what happened Jim, to him? Why is he being so fucking weird all the I time? Swear, Jim Jim. Uh, oh, uh... I think he might want to tell you. It's not my place to tell. Oh, oh, now it's not your place. To, what? <laughs> I agree. I, you're being a bit of a tease, Jim Jim. <laughs> did you, what did the halfling look like? The one who took Oswaldo? Well, he had this big, crazy beard and this weird, crackly voice. Okay, beard is like 50%. Big, white, cra- crazy beard covering most of his body. Does Leaf Jim recognize this as the man she fought in the bellows? I do remember one thing he said, which is when he handed the gold over. Let me see if I can do the impression. <clears throat> That's a cookie guarantee. Oh. Well. Oh, no. My my child, that's uh, dear old friend Cookie. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured that was probably. Did he have a beard in the desert? I don't remember a beard in the desert. A full body beard. Oh, he sure did. Very hairy. So you're, say, you're saying that Cookie sold all the halflings to these people in armor. Now I don't know how I feel about drinking all of that booze. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about. No, I think he was buying Oswaldo and uh, I. How long ago was this? I asked him. Where the hell did you come from? I'm, I'm over here. I've been eavesdropping the whole time. Well, I've. <laughs> Breva, beer! It was about three days ago. And, Polly, you do know that that is roughly the time when uh, you saw his face melt off yeah. in his house. I'm looking at all y'all and I'm saying, this is not, this is not some good stuff. That guy's the one that caught me. So, I don't know. Maybe he knows more. Okay. Did the Black Knights look have anything identifiable besides black armor? A symbol? A cape? A flag on a stick? I didn't see any any symbols, no. Um, Rotten Jake. Yeah, he's still in the lizard. <laughs> Just up to his chin now. He's like, all right, I think this guy's uh, really... His uh, stomach acid's really eating through my boots at this point. So if you guys want to get me out of this lizard, maybe traditionally tie me up in a more <laughs> uh, sustainable way. Uh, you know, that might be a good idea, but 
I'm more impressed by the lizard at this point. It really, it really depends up run, Jake. You got anything to tell us? Anything to tell you? Um, I'm ashamed of my actions. Uh, oh. We're not talking about moral lessons right now. We're talking mm. hard information, Rotten Jake. Oh, hard information. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's see. Um, being conscripted by the Humane Confederation. I mean, really, it's really Calvin. You should be asking, not me. I am just a lackey. Okay, uh, were you helping with the whole selling kids thing? Alright, my feet are really starting to burn, I really would appreciate you that's, guys. That's not an answer, Rotten Jake. Alright, alright, fine, uh, yeah, we, we got paid a little bit of, of money on the side to potentially capture, specifically, two hit wrists. Asfalto and Rumi hit wrist, and we got a little, we got a little picture of them. Wait a minute specifically so flames start just kind of shooting that whole echoey thing in the back of his voice as intimidation flows out <laughs> specifically hat rests <laughs> yeah. you know, roll an intimidation check let's try it again <laughs> still nine i rolled a nine twice oh uh, i'll never get an intimidation check in real go life. ahead and roll it with advantage because his feet are currently being digested i appreciate it <laughs> guess i don't have much uh, in the way of leverage Roll again. Oh, oh, roll again. Sorry. <laughs> ah, that's a 17. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, actually, a few weeks before you lot uh, moved into town and ruined my fucking life, uh, we, we were uh, approached by a tradesman, a very wealthy little halfling man, who uh, stated that you and two other halflings that looked like you would be arriving into town. Uh, he said not to touch a hair on your head, at least insofar as you were not attacking us, and to take alive and send to him these two little fuckers. Just more fire. And uh, we caught them, and we were shipping them off. Uh, he gave us uh, directions to a, a, a little shanty house in the Merchant District in Babylix. That's where we sent them off to. I don't know what happened to them after that. But uh, I guess this little shit escaped. So, just based... On his general verbiage, I suggest we drown him. Please don't. In fire or beer. I'd maybe rather be digested than drowned. Not really sure what's a worse way to go. I think that this is a good... I say we throw the lizard in a lake. I think that this is a good opportunity for a moral lesson. Rumi, what would you like to do with the man who tried to sell you? Uh, I just whisper, I whisper over someone his shoulder, burn, burn him, burn. I... I feel like that's a lot of weird pressure to put on a 16-year-old. Yes. Oh, darling, you don't have to choose. Uh, let's... I don't really want to be a judge. We're learning. Let's simply let nature take its course and let the lizard salamander continue to digest. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I, I, I think we've all recognized that I've... I'm with Jem Jem for once. Guys, I've, I've fully reformed. I'm a new man. Uh, let's maybe sick it. Can I just do a perception check to see if I think that he's actually refer reformed? Yeah, you can do an insight check. Insight check and insight. I feel check. like I gotta say, I feel like Polly's insight isn't the best. <laughs> uh, I got a 16. That's not bad. uh, this guy's certainly scared, uh, for his life. Whether it's permanent change, hard to tell. He's had, he's clearly had a very hard life. Um, yeah, you know, long term, he probably won't fuck with you guys ever again. Listen, all uh, uh. I say, take me as a prisoner. I right? have an idea. I pull out some uh, some pamphlets from the Church of the Holy Radiance. Uh, interesting literature. <laughs> Let's just let me summon Layla. Layla can eat him from head to feet. 
and the lizard feet to head, and they'll meet in the middle, and it'll be great. Hey, did I hear there's a free meal going around, you guys? <laughs> See, I already summoned her. I forgot. Yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I was pretty sure I unsummoned it. Doesn't matter. Well, let's just take a vote. I vote that we let him go. Layla, how do you feel? I mean, if, if you're letting me vote. Oh, uh, all right. I think, I think Polly's right. There's been too much killing for today. Absolutely right. We've killed a lot. It's just one more, and he's an asshole. If I if I could only raise my hand, I would vote that we let me live. <laughs> can we remove a limb, gouge out an eye? I'm already, Ooh, the hey, tongue. you can remove my rotten arm. How about that? Sound like a good compromise. There we go. How's that, how's that for <laughs> a compromise that everybody can enjoy? How, how would we even go about getting this fellow out of the salamander? Uh, slap it on the belly twice. <laughs> a very commonly known thing. All right. Well, I just pat it on the tummy twice. How did... That seems like a bad evolutionary trait. <laughs> yeah. He gets regurgitated. I pull him by his ear. Now you listen here, Mr. Rotten. Ah. I don't <laughs> want you selling any more children or any other creatures so long as you live. And I want you to always say please and thank you. Is Do I make myself deal, deal, clear? Deal, deal, Please let me go on my ear, please. <laughs> yes, deal. All right. Good I'm gonna, boy. I'm going to stab him. I stab him in the thigh. <laughs> Ow! Uh, I hand him a pamphlet. I say, uh, why not? Why not give the Radiance a try? Make sure he walks with a limp stab. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just fuck him up a little bit. <laughs> Polly hands him a pamphlet for church. It's like, Tell your friends. It's like, Guys, I think this is a really positive experience for all of us. Uh, everybody learned something here today. I think we all learned something, really. Anyway, uh, just gonna leave, I guess. Probably shouldn't stick around town. Uh, Sounds like a good plan. I see you again, or hear about you again. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> he limps out the back door. Right. Goodbye, Mr. Rotten. <laughs> and I'll make sure you're sucked into hell. I can do that. I know people. Rumi says, did you make a deal with the devil? I, it wasn't a deal. It just kind of happened. <laughs> yes, darling. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> it, it's not a deal. It's more of a, you just kind of, things happen. Go home. Are you serving a devil in exchange for power? I'm getting power. <laughs> that feels like a deal. Serving is a strong word. Go home. <laughs> Have you done things at the request of a devil? Go home. I'm not, do you want me to walk home? Yeah, well, uh. If you walked here, you can walk home. Um, I'm walking over to uh, the, the diplomat guy, and I'm also putting a pickle into his mouth. <laughs> Which, uh, what do you mean diplomat guy? You mean Calvin Letterby? I'm, I'm walking over to Calvin Letterby. Uh, oh, hello. No, I don't want your pickle. I've eaten already. Thank you. He's still alive, too? What's wrong with us? He's tied to the rafter now. We've even tied him to the rafter. <laughs> I thought we were better than this. You've bested me in battle, but I think it would be in your best interest to keep me alive. And why would we do that, Mr. Letterby? Well, the very name that just passed through your lips, of course. I'm Calvin Letterby of the Sentinel Letterbys. My family uh, owned the largest ink production company in the entirety of Proxima. Um, would I be recognizing this name as a person with noble background? Uh, yeah, Letterby Inks are, like, the only people that make ink in Proxima. Yeah. Yes, my family owns three factories in the necropoly. If you kill me, you'll be starting an entire war, and for what? Fun. 
Uh, I look around and I say, uh, listen, you gotta understand that you may have just been killed in the battle already and you don't know it yet. Uh, I think everybody's got my back here. A lot of accidents happen when you're around lizards. If they find out that I was defeated in battle, they'll kill everyone that they find out has been from this town. My family is very influential. They don't have to find out. Uh, well, when I don't come home for gifting day, they're absolutely going to know that I'm dead. Wait, gifting day? What? It's not a, it's not a holiday. It's just a day where my family gives me good gifts. Uh, <laughs> rich people. You sound like a very spoiled child. Not spoiled or raised on a golden, delicious spoon. That's disgusting. No, for real. Can we kill him? Please don't kill me, I'll do anything. Uh, Mr. Letterby, hi, uh, I don't know if I've properly introduced myself yet. I am Polonius Radswell. You know, for a filthy cockroach, man, I guess you're at least closer to human than these little savages. That's not very nice. Oh, oh, stab him, stab him <laughs> right in the- You're only proving my point! <laughs> it's just- <laughs> I'm holding back, Mendo, and I'm just, and I'm saying, uh, that's very charming. I love that, that good Letterby wit. Let me go, Polly, I just want to break the skin. I just want to just- no, Mendo, we have we have ways that we have these discussions. Just let me carve poor person into him. It'll be small. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Please don't carve anything into me. My skin is full of diamond lotions. <laughs> let me brand liberal into him. He'll hate it. <laughs> no, anything but that. Uh, now, Mr. Letterby, uh... Why are you trying to upset the political balance of this small, fine town? I'm not trying to upset anything, I'm trying to restore the political balance, the natural order of things. And besides, I joined the military because my father told me I needed to get a little bit of uh, uh, something for my political resume so that I could run for office back in the Sabre Islands. And do you really think that you've accomplished that? Do you think hearing about a loss is really going to make you look that good? Listen, I don't really care how I look about this point. I'm just saying that I'm very valuable and you should treat me well. <laughs> if we treat you well... Do you think that your family would also give us something on gifting day? <laughs> of course. They would give Am you- Am I the only sane one here? And I'm the one holding a knife possessed by a devil. I knew it. <laughs> I, I didn't say I wasn't. It's a possession, not a deal. It's fine. Listen, yeah, they can get you whatever you want for gifting day. I don't know. What is a gnome like? Like, oh like, a, like a tree or something? Whatever. I would like for them to give you some manners for gifting day. <laughs> That's what I'd like them to give you. Yeah, they'll buy me whatever I want. Manners, whatever. That would be a gift enough for me, but I don't know, boys. It's been a long day and... Let me down. Being hung from this rafter is making the blood pool in my chest cavity. Yeah, that's where it's... That's fine. It's usually mostly in my hands and feet. That's that classic letter B circulation. <laughs> oh, crap. Can we gag him? I want to gag him. Uh, we're still having a conversation here. Uh, Mr. Letterby. Uh, don't... Now, I respect your obvious attempt at illegitimately seizing power. I understand that. However, if I let you go, you cannot challenge these people ever again. Do you understand that? Of course Please. I understand. If you let me go, I'm never gonna leave Sentinel again in my life. Are you kidding me? I hate, I hate traveling. I hate getting sand in my boots. Uh, uh, me too. Me too. Do you have anything to do with this cookie guy, the beard, and the dark I do knights? not. That seems to be a deal he arranged before we even arrived into town. I would never... Who are these black knights? I don't know. 
I don't know anything about this weird deal he made before we even got here. I just know that we, we, were, we were capturing all of the halflings in town, of course, to, to sell to the necromancers of Necropoly. Yep, stab him. Stab him, like, just... Wait, no, it's a simple... It's, I'm, a, I'm a businessman. Just remove, like, a couple toes. The little one that's not as... It's, there's, we're not supposed to be concerned with ethics when it comes to business. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is just business. It's business between me and feeling good. But you're not making money <laughs> off of it, so it's not business. I bet I can sell a toe. Now, Mendo, it will be quite the scandal if we cut off his toes. Indeed. Uh, Fingers, nose, ear. Give me an ear. Come on. He's selling halflings. If you return to me to my family deformed, they won't give you a cent. Don't, we don't want that money. We sure don't. That's ridiculous. I've never heard of anyone that didn't want money. We just want to make sure you don't get into any more trouble. Oh, damn. J- Without having to kill you. Well, thank you for your concern, but if you want to keep me out of trouble, maybe don't cut off my fucking toes. First off, does he have any money on him? Can I can I take his money? <laughs> you can fish through his pockets. Uh, hold on, let me roll. This uh, this I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah, you find ten platinum. Holy uh, hell! I'm gonna go donate this to a church or like an orphanage or something, and not write it off. That's a very good idea, Mendo. What a sweet boy. I'm not actually. Please, if you're gonna take my money, spend it on something. Don't donate it to an orphanage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make sure this goes to disenfranchised orphans for schooling. No, and please, bland, brand liberal on me. Do anything but <laughs> donate it to children. Uh, mm. I really don't like this young man now. I think he's proven himself to be quite a brat. <laughs> so, what do you mean? An mm. ear, an eye, something vital, something he'll miss. My parents were going to buy you a tree, you stupid little gnome. Oh, <laughs> what kind? And I don't appreciate that language. Whatever you want, a sequoia, a Joshua <laughs> tree, whatever you want. <laughs> well, I might have to think on this. Uh... That's right, and Sentinel Joshua's grow on trees. I think that we should let him go. I think it'll be quite the scandal. You've already released that filthy, poor barbarian. Why don't you release me too? Okay, first off, gag him. I don't care what we have. I want something. Hey, Briva, you got a you got a spare she, like she, washcloth? Uh, she, yeah, she stuffs the dirtiest washcloth yeah. you've ever seen into his mouth. Thank and you. Ooh, ooh. Hey, Polly, I finally see what you're attracted to in dragon people. Yeah, uh, they know what's up. Listen, Polly, letting him live is just going to come back to bite us in the ass. I'm telling you right now, he's going to tell people. See, I think that letting him that killing him is going to come back to bite us. Hmm. So can we half kill him? Woo. This is what I'm talking about with my remove limbs theory. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I don't know. It it does. It seems like by this point, we really just made a mess either way of it. Because if we let him go, who's to say he won't tell his family? Uh, I know one way he won't tell his family. Actually, I didn't run. Can I roll? Can I roll for insight to see if I think that he's lying? Yeah, you can roll insight. That was gonna be a uh, thirteen. Seems like he's definitely gonna tattle on you <laughs> if you, hmm. no matter what. I mean, cut out his tongue. What do you think, Polly? <laughs> if we go away without some body part, I'll be disappointed. It's not a deal breaker. It's just let's cut out his tongue so he can't tell. <laughs> I think maybe it's a kill or don't kill situation. Uh, oh. <laughs> let's not cut out his tongue. Uh... Breva, 
Uh, Briva, Briva, how's that secret room full of corpses that you keep bringing the corpses back into? There's plenty of room left if you guys wanted to take right. this guy up. Mm. All right. Well, I'll I'll let you boys make the decision. Well, I'm going to turn around and whatever happens, happens. Can I just say, if we let Jake live, why are we letting this sack of crap live? I, I will set that rag on fire. It is very oily. Uh, <laughs> he stops talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I said, I turn around and I walk away. <laughs> I I take Rumi, and we sit down in one of the pits, and I I uh, fix some hibachi for her. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, an onion volcano! <laughs> yes, it's quite cool. It's quite interesting. No, no, no! Don't look over there, darling. Don't look over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, this is such an interesting show. Give me a performance check as you perform hibachi to try to distract her from Mendo's war crimes. <laughs> Um, what a ridiculous... It's not a war crime if you kill someone doing a war crime, okay? That is in the... Gen- <laughs> it's a war crime if you kill a captured person. It's a 15. It is in the Geneva Convention. <laughs> a 15. I'm going to roll to see how just raw to The Nuremberg trials were literally killing war criminals. Captured war criminals. Yeah, but this isn't so. This isn't really a trial, is it? Um, it was. She's distracted by the hibachi. Mendo, do whatever you want. <laughs> Here's some fire. Yeah, I'm just going to drag him back to the corpse room, and it's fine. It's fine. I don't- okay. You what? Uh, Mendo cuts him down and drags him back into the corpse room, and you just see, like, it's got, like, a one of those frosted glass mm-hmm. windows, yes. and <laughs> you just see a bunch of uh, <laughs> flames start to glow in the window. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Did he have anything else on him? Well, just, why not at this point? Um, he had a rapier. Okay. You know what? He had a little key, a little platinum key around his neck. Ooh, that'll be neat. All right, we'll hang on to that. Anywho, he could keep the rapier, but yeah. I'm going to have a beer. Who wants a beer? Oh, I'll take a beer. I'll have a tea. Let's toss a <laughs> Hot ales for everyone. <laughs> Indeed. You know what? I've got a platinum that says rounds on me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the water should uh, be boiled enough for a tea, right, Breva? I can boil some water for you. Thank you, darling. Uh, but you guys see outside that there is still um, a little bit of chaos. Oh, yes, oh. that's true. All right, I was gonna ask about that. Oh, oh, right. Uh, I finish my beer quicker, and then <laughs> you guys do shots instead. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Do quick shots. I tell Rumi stay yeah. here. Um, Andre, how many dead Travises do I see? Uh, dead Travises. Uh, roll for dead Travises. Roll these one. I see. That's a shirt. I see nine dead Travises. Yeah, you pass nine dead Travises on your way out. <laughs> After you guys exit the Gilded Kiln, you see that outside work is underway. There are halflings tending to the wounded, and one of the halflings in a blacksmith aprons is helping people uh, with his hammer. He's removing their manacles. Other In other places, uh, Tomlin is organizing a line for people to get their valuables back from the pile that's in the center of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see other people are assessing their, the damage to their homes. Uh, there is one building, the carpenter's building, the only building that was made of wood, is uh, is still burning. And there are people trying to put it out. Uh, there's still a little bit of light combat happening closer to the monastery. You see the elf noble, the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who is collecting the ember flame for the glass blowers of the high elves. He is now in elaborate plate armor made of like interlocking metal metal leaves polished to a mirror shine. He has a little circlet around his head and he pulls several needle-like arrows out of a human corpse and wipes them on his body before knocking them again 
You see closer to the monastery, there's a tabaxi and a half-elf monk uh, are leading a march of restrained human prisoners to the side of the path that leads to the monastery. Are you guys helping out? Uh, what are you guys up to? Uh, does it seem like there's any, like, like this building's on fire. Is there anybody in there? There doesn't seem to be anyone inside, but uh, okay. yeah, people are, seem to be. Are the- any, any other similar, like, like uh, uh, dangerous situations that people need help, like, escaping? Uh, yeah, there's probably a couple people trapped under rubble and stuff like that. If you've wanted to assist, people are, a lot of halflings are using, like, long poles to try and create some leverage to free them, but they're not quite heavy or strong enough. I'll just use my the long poles that are my arms. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check to try and free. Uh, you see a, a couple of half, halfling teens are trapped under a blown up kiln. Oh, I'm going to go help those teens. All right, go help those teens. Go me, give me an athletics check. I want to help those teens. 20. 20. <laughs> bastard 20? That's a bastard 20. Bastard 20. Uh, you lift this piece of rubble like you don't even need any fulcrums. Fuck that shit. I did some power lifting in my sophomore year. <laughs> <laughs> you see they crawl out from underneath and they're like, wow, thanks, mister. You're strong as hell. Yeah. Now, now keep a stiff upper lip, teens. We will. <laughs> they scamper off. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Uh, well, Leaf Gem's still feeling a bit out of it. Um, so she's going to do some healing word on herself. And then she'll feel better about helping others. You got to take care of yourself first before you can take care of others. Then I'm going to run off and uh, help the monks uh, spit Eldritch Bolts to whatever and assist them with the... Yeah, go ahead and give me like a spell attack. That's an 18. Uh, yeah, Mendo just starts shooting Eldritch Blasts and like encircles <laughs> uh, humane Confederation soldiers. Again, with some fire, flames, and let's add an air of intimidation using that echoey voice, glowing a little more than usual. Fire. Speaking in tongues. <laughs> yep. Uh, Rumi's all watching all of this from the Gilded Kiln. Uh, and you guys help uh, quite significantly as this town recovers. You guys are, settle back down in the middle of town for a little bit, but you see cresting over the dune that you guys originally came from is Theo Crawley, uh, his hands tied together in front of him as he crests over the hill and, and his ankles are also tied. So he's just kind of shuffling and then he falls and slides. Oh gosh. Uh-huh. And you see coming up behind him is the old woman that you saved, Polly, Blinda Stove. Good. Good. Is she okay? She goes, I caught one. The little son of a bitch tried to take over my city. Oh no. He goes, no, I- I'm the vice mayor. <laughs> You don't understand. I'm not a human. I'm not one of them. I'm screaming, show her your antenna, Theo. Uh, he, he struggles really hard and like one antenna pops out. He's like, just because you got a hair out of place doesn't make you any less of a little bastard. She's not wrong. That's true. And she's got those uh, halfling kids that she was protecting with her as well. They're all slapping him with sticks on the ankles. <laughs> I like her. Uh, I run over and I try, I try to clear. Polly, help me out. I'm running over and I'm saying, okay, there has been a misunderstanding here. He's He looks like a human, except whenever he's mad, then he turns into a bug monstrosity. Okay? Yeah, well, he deserved it anyway, the little fucking coward. Uh, that's fair. Theo, what did we learn today? I learned... Not to look like a human when humans are invading a city. That's a great, that's a great thesis for, to, for the day. <laughs> she goes, I'm sorry, young man. She puts a, a caramel in Theo's mouth. <laughs> oh, is it one of the gross ones? It's one of the <laughs> really gross unwrapped ones. It's not as good as mine. Yeah, Leaf Jim, you clock this. It's not a Grenzire quality. No. And then you quickly see that there's nothing to worry about. 
Yeah. Okay, good. It's like a silty piece of... I like that you had this uh, backup Jim Jim, though, in case I did die. So she could have joined <laughs> the party, right? That's what this was. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, no, I'm, I'm level eight moon druid. <laughs> oh, but she's terrible and racist. I like Jim 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 Jim. She can... That means she can fly. I don't want any of that knockoff bagged cereal version of Jim Jim. <laughs> Would you like some kicks, Sonny? No, nobody likes kicks. Uh, I like kicks. Oh, I bitch. mix it with raisin bran. Yeah. See, if you have to mix it, it's not a good. I agree. If you have to mix it, it's not good. <laughs> um, Andre, I tell her that I think that there's some teens misbehaving deeper in town and she better go sort them out. And she takes off. Uh, and you're with Theo, who's still tied up. I, uh, I nibble nibble uh, his bindings down with my gross mandible mouth. Oh uh, yeah, Twinkie helps. He does the ankles, and he gets like through one of the ropes after you completely finish. Yeah, it's, it's very cute. He's trying his best. It's, it takes a lot longer for Twinkie. It's very cute. Um, I'm letting him take his time so he feels like he's being useful. I can just uh, Theo tries to help untie, and the I say, no, and no. Twinkie bites his hand. Just get her, get her. <laughs> Matt, can roaches bite? <laughs> this one so. can. We can. <laughs> That's fair. These roaches can. Uh, anyway, Twink, as Twinkie's working through that, uh, Theo goes, So I see you've won it, Polonius. Congratulations. Good work. Yeah, we hug. We hug. <laughs> we hug. <laughs> Polly hugs him, regardless. <laughs> we hug. I hug him. I knew the radiance was with you. Uh, Leaf Jim looks <laughs> the other way. She feels like she's encroaching on something. Like, oh, okay. Uh, Livium, you look uh, away and you see Sister Ember walking towards you. Ah, Sister Ember. Thank you once again. Oh, can she hear me? Uh, yeah, you're across town. You're, you're, <laughs> you're yelling with uh, two hands. This woman saved my life. Oh, you're too kind. Come come here. Come here, Livium. You guys get closer together. <laughs> oh, vote for her for vice mayor. <laughs> it really is less power than I already have, but I do. <laughs> thank you. Thank oh, you. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, fellas, boys, you remember Sister Ember. Uh, Leaf Jim, you're a little farther off. Oh. You're having a private conversation oh. with Sister Ember. I was going to say, I think, where am uh, I? guess I'm helping them. Mendo, you're still, yeah, you're still uh, yeah, laughing right. maniacally, speaking in tongues and hel- helping round up humans. You're zapping. Uh, Leaf Jim, uh, you were instrumental in this, Leaf Jim. I cannot oh. speak highly oh. enough of your actions and your bravery in this time. Oh, well, I, I'm quite flattered. I... Uh, I do what I can. Well, restarting the flame completely turned the tide. Uh, regaining our powers was instrumental. Now it's it's just a matter of returning the bellows so that we can continue the flame's presence. Oh, I still have them. You do not. Oh no, sis! I put them where they belong. What do you mean? That's why. That's why you had all the, your power, right? I. I didn't take it. Yeah, you pumped you pumped the, the fire back into the hearth, but the bellows weren't... She just gets a shocked look on her I, face. I check my pockets. You uh, 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 <laughs> pat your pockets. Uh, I, I could... I, 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 I guess I... You remember, Leaf Jim, that you were knocked unconscious for two rounds. I, you know, now that I think of it, I was unconscious. In that time, you were not finished off. By the very vicious Johan Praline. <laughs> Sorry, the the name is so. I funny. love that name. It's a great name. <laughs> so he must have been doing something else. That thief, that you, Mister Praline. It was him. 
Do you know, do you know anything about this man? The man in the in the Imbin monastery. Uh, she just closes her eyes very hard and opens them again. Uh, and then we cut over back to, to Polonius. Polly, uh, you're helping unbind Theo. I didn't expect such, uh, such aggression coming from the Humane Confederacy. I mean, they seem to have been doing fine on their own. I didn't think they'd want to expand so quickly. Well, I guess that's the... That's the theory, isn't it? You get more power, you go and you start uh, taking over people. Polly, before you had to take off, we were talking a little bit about you left the church. Uh, yeah. Uh, what What do you mean by that, Polly? You're still wearing the holy symbol. You still have Twinkie with you. I mean, clearly you still believe. Well, I'm still following the radiance. I just don't think that the church has my best... Uh, uh, my best interests in mind. What do you mean by that? I mean, why would I be spending all this time training and working hard just to be locked away deep underground? Because it's in the rule book you see he pulls out from uh, in his pack. He opens his backpack and you see the only thing in there is this massive book, which he pulls out and drops into the sand. It's thicker than it is wide. Uh, <laughs> that when it's open, the cover doesn't even reach the bottom. And he goes, I'm sure there's something, something in here to answer your your crisis of faith. I've, I've read through that book and it's a lot of generalities that give tons of power to the church without a lot of uh, actual instruction. Yeah. Well, the church is good and we have to trust in the church. It's chapter one. Well, I didn't, I didn't feel it at the time. Okay, I didn't feel what I usually feel when I feel the radiance coursing through me. Well, let me go to chapter five, feelings. <laughs> we go back over to Leaf Jim. Uh, listen, if if Johan got away, listen, we don't we we had we had a couple of sand skippers left, and we sent them out searching the desert, so they might still find him and come back with the bellows. But, but who is he? Uh, he's with the Humane Confederation. Yeah, he, he's a captain in the Humane Confederation Army. I'm not super advanced in politics myself, but I do know that... Really, you make a wonderful vice mayor, I'm telling you. <laughs> I really don't want that. All right. If they have the bellows, the fires that you started, they were enough to win us that battle, and they were enough to save the town, and for that I will always be grateful. But if we don't have the bellows now, then the next time they come, we won't be ready, and... We should probably get everyone out of the city. But we can go find it them again. We found it the first time, I'm sure. We found it the first time in the hands of fire cultists. Johan Praline is much more dangerous than that. If if we find him and the bellows can be returned, then it'll be okay. But if we can't and he gets back behind his people's line, then we need to destroy the Ember Hearth. The hearth is what can contain the flame. There are very few places that can maintain a stable portal to the plane of elemental fire. The hearth is one of them, but what we can do is stop them from using it. We can take apart the ember hearth and take it with us. Ah. Journey across the desert to Babalex with the citizens of Clayborough and my monks and request aid from the wizards of the Astral Hall, the arcane college in Babalex. That's what I'm going to be asking my people to do. We must move quickly before they come back for a second strike with larger numbers. Okay, so can Leaf Jim do an insight check on 
on the validity of that plan or, or um, maybe not can, the validity, but uh, <laughs> just. You can give me an insight check on Sister Ember to see how she feels about it. Yes. Fifteen. You get the sense that leaving behind the monastery, the place that Sister Ember has presumably spent hundreds of years, is probably the most difficult thing she's had to do. But she wouldn't do it if it wasn't necessary. You know, sometimes the places we love change, but if we can bring a piece of them with us somewhere new, then it's like we're always home. Do you know what I mean? You see in her fiery orange-red eye, a little tear begins to well up, and she says, the hearth isn't a place. It's, it's people. I give her a hug. Uh, she returns it. Uh, Mendo, you've finished uh, rounding up uh, the last of the Humane Confederation prisoners. There are several dead, as well as several monks dead, on, on the staircase around you. Uh, a, a couple of the monks have lifted you up onto their shoulders, probably against your will. <laughs> More than likely, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they go, great. fire starter, I... fire yeah. starter. That's, well, fuck it. I'll just shoot some fire into the air. Yeah, fire yeah! starter. They <laughs> also shoot fire into the air. <laughs> uh, is there anything you'd like to do now, Mendo? Uh, uh, it, once they set me the hell down. Um, <laughs> you wiggle free. <laughs> and things kind of disperse and I'm done shooting fire and possibly making a, a horned skull out of fire. Uh, go back to the, was it the Gilded Kiln, right? Uh, yeah. And ask Breva if there's any actual transport out of here, if I can hire anything. Breva's finishing up the cleanup. <laughs> you see she's uh, she's got a broom and dust pan uh, dealing with the ashes that you left behind of Calvin Letterby. <laughs> the ashes. <laughs> Just very rich. There's like little diamond dust in the ashes. Uh, I don't know why I was concerned about it being, about hiding the corpse if it was just going to be ash. No, I don't leave evidence unless I want to. Meanwhile, in the background, Layla's chewing on a generic arm. A generic arm. I found a generic arm, guys. (laughs) Good for you, Layla. A Travis arm. It tastes way better than specific arms. (laughs) Yeah, I I try not to tell her where the arms come from, just so she doesn't. I would not feel bad. Trust me. (laughs) Well, I need I need travel to a town called Bordeaux for one halfling. Price is negotiable. Breva says it's possible that you could convince one of the halflings here who's had their home destroyed. Maybe one of them has family in Bordeaux and they'd be willing to give your sister passage. But I will say, Mendo, she displayed great bravery in the face of danger. And you see Rumi is still in the Gilded Kiln, and she walks up behind you. She goes, Mendo, it's my fault that Oswaldo got captured. And sure is. Uh, last time I checked, no one in your little adventuring party knows how to use thieves' tools. And she pulls out a little leather satchel. So This is true. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Legion> <laughs> walks into the tavern. We're neither of them. We're not in there, but we just... Feel the bur- the the air of cool. Uh, Leafdom, I think, ha- probably has gone back to the old kiln now that she's finished her conversation. It's hot outside. <laughs> it is. No, it's hot inside. There's just fire in here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're gonna need someone to unlock whatever shit they have him chained up in, and I'm the girl for it. We have plenty of brute force, and as long as you've got enough, as long as you keep using it, you're fine. Okay, you're just gonna get yourself hurt or killed, or kidnapped again, and be a problem. So you want me to just sit in Berdoa on my ass while I wait? 
I, I came out here because I was worried about one of my brothers. Now you want to send me home to be worried about two? Well, it's going to happen anyway. And we've got five more. It's fine. Just go home. I can't believe I'm the steal- only girl. It sucks. <laughs> Wait, did we lose a sister? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Look, just go home. Steal things from the neighbors. It's you need, You're too young. It's crazy. You're going to get killed. I'm, I'm going to get killed eventually, probably. It's getting kind of weird. Well, then you need someone looking out for you. No, I don't. Um... We're looking out for him, darling. Thank you, Jem Jem. Jem Jem, do you, would you let one of your daughters, this young, come out and steal stuff? Well, you know, girls that age will do what they like anyway, whether you let them or not. So I, I, I do have to say, darling, darling Rumi, it, it, it is dangerous, but, you know, maybe you could start your world quest a bit sooner i i know mendo cares about you deeply and that's why he he doesn't want you to come along but yes i care about her deeply i've already been sneaking around town i've heard that they're evacuating they're everyone's heading to babalex it's gonna be a big caravan of people oh you know there'll be a lot of people with us that must have been why we found you strapped to the ceiling well, you found me strapped to the ceiling because a freaking army invaded. An army's not going to invade Babylon. It's across the sovereign desert. Stranger things have happened, but I, I, why don't we at least all travel to Babylon together? Yeah, you can stick me in a hotel room when we get to Babylon. I would just feel a lot better if I were there when you guys rescued Oswaldo in Babylon. Uh, Rumi, do you know how to write? Yeah. Kind of a racist question. Well, why don't you write a letter to your parents, letting them know you're okay and that you're going to be spending a little bit more time just so they don't worry. I know it, you're... It's not whether or not our parents know. They don't pay attention. They don't... They don't pay attention. No, they probably don't know I'm gone. It's They don't. You need to... Well, you need to be... I call my mom Felchina. You, you call her by her full name? Everyone calls I her... I call her by her first name because I'm fucking grown up, man. Uh, language, young lady. Fuck you. Oh! See? See? Can we send her home now? I just... I can! I'm older! I'm on a world... On an actual, like, justified world quest. I can shoot fire out of my face. (laughs) What's a more justified world quest than saving the brother that you got captured? That's what I'm gonna go do! Oh, this is getting tiring. Can we just, can we all just rest and take a good night's sleep and think about it? And either way, we all have to get packed and be ready to Two leave in the morning. Two fucked ups don't make a fucked down. Hey, language. Language, <laughs> Mendo. Yes. I will burn this place to the ground. I'm joking. I'm sorry. It's Reva. Adobe and you can't. You, I will try. Don't. <laughs> Please, you've done enough. Yeah, we hop over to Polly. Uh, your uh, Theo is like, and chapter six speaks to. You. <laughs> Listen, this is. I've read all this already. You're not giving me anything that I don't already know, Theo. But you know, I went down uh, where they wanted to intern me, and I said, "This doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel like where I need to be." Okay. Between you and I, he looks around over his shoulders. He goes. The time they entombed me, my parents arranged it so it was like a little trial run. They put me in there for like five minutes. Polly, what Yeah, what they're doing to your dad and what they would have done to you is a little different. I'll admit that. Yeah, it wasn't going to be a trial run. I don't know, man. Maybe just pray. Maybe that'll help. That's what, that's what I'm out here to do. I'm out here to get some clarity 
away from the the system and the stricture and this 900 pound book that you're carrying around it's hyperbole whoa 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 that's heresy my dude and that's not cool chapter eight heresy not cool that's the only two words (laughs) not cool the shortest chapter in the book (laughs) both just bold ass letters not cool two pages uh I'm sorry, but if if you're leaving the church behind, I mean, you know what happened to Rebus. He got excommunicated. No one talks to him anymore. Mm-hmm. It, if you're leaving the church, man, if you if you're if you're really not gonna, it's gonna be really hard. I, I'm gonna have to act like, you know, like we're not close. Well, Theo, I haven't made that choice yet. Well, I'm just letting you know what happens if you do. I'm aware of it. I consider the things that you're saying, Theo. Uh, and uh, ultimately, I'm going to go where the wind blows me. The, st- <laughs> the <laughs> irradiated wind. <sighs> All right, Polly. Just don't say I didn't warn you. Remember what you're leaving behind. There's not a lot of people who are friendly to us outside of us. You hear Leaf Jims. I still hug him. He hugs you a little softer. Look, I, no, Leaf Jims could just come up from behind again. I love the idea that she's there <laughs> just in time to rattle off a Leaf Jim wisdom. I was just going to say, he he heard Leaf Jim, her laughter in the back. Because I care about him. Or, you know, just... Oh. I want him to remember that his Jim Jim cares about him. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. You guys see the majority of the halflings here are packing up and getting ready for a caravan journey into the Sovereign Desert. You see people are packing what belongings they can take, and uh, Sister Ember and Tomlin are organizing them, uh, along with Blinda Stovetop. Mm. Is that her name? Everybody hurry your asses up. Pack faster. (laughs) May I call a quick time? I apologize. I have to pee real bad. Let's do it. I'm doing it. I did it. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle. Dangle. 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 Ooh. You guys see, uh, yeah, people do pick up the pace in, in regards to packing after Blinda Stovetop yells at them and cracks her whip. What's her name? Blinda Stovetop. I love her. <laughs> Blend, like a blender or Glenda, like the good witch? Blinda, like B-L-I-N-D-A. Blinda, okay. Like Blinda... The Blood Witch. Yeah. <laughs> Blenda the Blood Witch. Come on. Uh, people are packing up and stuff, but uh, it seems like people are going to spend the night in Clayborough and then leave at dawn. Before dawn, rather. Well, I still stick with, we all need a good night's rest. Yeah, you guys all have keys that Breva's given you to rooms at the Gilded Kiln. Very nice. I call the one with the, with the tub. We don't even have to make our beds. I would like to take a bath. Roll for bath. Roll for bath. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Before anything's answered, what skill are you rolling for bath? Uh, survival. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a night. <laughs> Leaf Jim slips in the tub. <laughs> and drowns in the tub. Okay, re-roll a character, Leaf Jim. Uh, Leaf Jim, you get in and, oh no, it's just a little too cold. <laughs> oh. oh. Guess all that hot water... Went in the kettle. <laughs> um, I will take the human-sized room. <laughs> yeah, there is only one. 
Uh, but I'm not really, I'm not really tired. I'm kind of walking around. I'm, I have the room, and I'm gonna probably go back to it at some point. But I'm just walking around town right now. Cool, Polly. You're walking around, and you know, you see a number of people. Just like in all hard times, you know, halflings are are really supporting each other. There's a, there's a lot going on. Uh, mostly families taking other families into their homes that have been de- from homes that have been destroyed into their own homes. Uh, but you do pass mm-hmm. a little shrine it's mm-hmm, the little the little crappy shrine the shrine that uh yeah that theo came here to build before he became vice mayor you see it's a solid stone cylinder that juts partly out of the ground but has stairs leading down uh kind of into it it's a little cylindrical bunker uh i'm definitely having a definitely having a time so i'm gonna head on down uh, you head down uh, you see inside, there's a lot of, um, it's it's pretty brutalist architecture, you know, very small and cramped, just enough space for maybe two people. Uh, and there's like little stone shelves, not really an altar, but these little shelves that have non-perishable food on them. <laughs> uh, you can describe whatever else might be in here, but you, you do enter. I take out a, uh, it kind of looks like an incense rod. But uh, just by like kind of shifting a little bit on my fingers and touching it, it alights with like a like a eerie green glow, and I stick it, and it kind of very very lightly illuminates the entire space. I, I imagine there's also the traditional meal of yellow cake. Nice. Oh yes. Yeah. And then I uh, I take a <laughs> I take a canned good off the <laughs> wall, crack it open. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, a can of uh, crushed tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, none of them are labeled, so I don't know what it is until I open it. <laughs> oh, God, that's so fun. I love it. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. And it's a it's a it's a crushed tomato kind of kind of night. Uh, you see, Twinkie pops out, and he is lightly glowing himself just by being in this holy space. And he has his own little stick, and he puts it next to yours. Oh, it's so cute. And rubs his little Twinkie hands on it. Skitter, skitter. Oh, it's so cute. Uh, takes a big chunk of tomato and starts going to town. Uh, I'm definitely reflecting right now. I don't know if I'm quite uh, quite to praying yet, but I'm getting there. Give me a religion check. Give me a 10. It's been a rough day. You've used a lot of your holy powers in the defense of the weak. You feel... Your t- antenna's twitching a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you do feel a little bit of connection. And I will say, you feel a little bit of guidance. And you feel specifically the pack on your back is a little warm. Uh, I take it off and I open it. Uh, you see a number of things inside. You see that golden dragon scale inside. Mm-hmm. You see the little note from Aculon. <laughs> you see some of the treasures you've brought with you uh you see a little jar of jungle slime that one of the troglodytes slipped you (laughs) it keeps indefinitely (laughs) in fact it gets more preserved as it goes along it's like somehow fresher (laughs) than when you first got it it only gets better with time it's de-fermenting somehow (laughs) and you remember as as you pour over your items that aculon's letter told you to Give this dragon scale to a dragonborn that you trusted. That thought crosses your mind. You put your things away. Mm -hmm. And that sense of warmth stays with you. Hell yeah. Yeah, I got got my golden scale going to the Gilded Kiln. You head back to the Gilded Kiln. Uh, You reach it. You guys heading to bed? Yeah. Uh, 
I'm gonna have a nice drink outside for a while before. It's been a long couple of murders. I'm putting my hair in curlers. <laughs> uh, I actually haven't, like, cleaned myself up to, like, my noble standards in a while. So I'm, like, bathing real hard. Oh, this is a, this is a nice place. They got baths. We got baths in the bedrooms. I don't run, I don't fuck around with my business, Mendo. Hey, I would, I wouldn't kind of breathe, but the beer gets you drunk. Uh, everyone else is returning to Babalix, but it's been 30 years since I've been back. Are you from? All dragonborn are from Babalix. Ah, okay, that's fair. So, yes. Our people were forcibly removed. Why? The sovereign disappeared one day, his rule ended, and the remaining factions, the high wizards of the Astral Hall, as well as the merchants' guildsmen, when they took over, they voted that the dragonborn were too dangerous to be allowed to stay after the betrayal of the chromatic dragonborn and Tiamat, and so our people were ordered to leave Babalex and not return. Many of my people settled, hoping for the sovereign to return, but I decided to make a life for myself here. Is everyone downstairs? Uh, Polly and Mendo are. Uh, Polly, are you in your room bathing? Uh, I, 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 I finished bathing eventually. Eventually. Yeah, you come back downstairs, you have a, a towel around your antennas. Well, I was just going to say that Leaf Jim hears everyone talking downstairs, so she, she doesn't want to feel left out, so she hobbles down the <laughs> stairs, <laughs> and she catches part of Breva's story. Do, does Breva, has Breva seen our rings yet? Yes. Uh, Breva says, those rings you're wearing, uh, the dragonborn who served the sovereign directly in the Order of Draconica were given those rings. She reaches into a drawer, and it's right on top, and she pulls her own ring of Draconica out of the drawer. And uh, it's much larger than y'all's because she has big dragonborn fingers. Uh, <laughs> and she puts it on her finger and she says, where did you all get your rings? I haven't seen one of those in 30 years besides my own. Polly's boyfriend. I'm not boyfriend. Shut up. <laughs> not really concerned with the gossip right now. Mostly concerned with um, my... Long extinct order of knights. Oh, well, you know, we just happened to save uh, name was a castle from... Dracula. Dracula. Oh. oh Aculon. Aculus. Aculus. Algebra. It was this algebra. Really, this Al algebra. That's right. That's definitely it. It was algebra. Yes, yes. This is really peeing Polly off. <laughs> anyway, he was, he was sworn to protect the... Temple there, and we help, and we uh, we just helped him. Bahamut's temple is still intact. Oh, well, well, parts of it. It was mostly melty. Tell me, when you went there, was the sovereign's tower intact? Uh, int check. Do I remember it? <laughs> it's it was the tower on the right, the one that was intact. Tiamat's tower was destroyed. The sovereign's tower was intact, and the Bahamut's tower was uh, intact. Uh, I say it was the tower on the right. It was intact. Tiamat's tower was destroyed. <laughs> Stage right or audience right? It's been a while, and I'm three beers in. <laughs> You're six beers in. I count halfsies. Anyway, you know, we were just in the area, and we decided to help out. There were some cultists. If the Sovereign's temple was intact, then that means the Sovereign may be alive. Did Aculon tell you anything else? 
Yeah, I was about to say, I was going to say I'm going to get that scale out. Uh, I think I like, I like Breva this, this much. I say, uh, hey Breva, uh, he, he said that I should, uh, give this to a Dragonborn that I trusted. And, uh, you've been pretty rad, uh, this whole time. Yeah, you are. Are you into short men? <laughs> Doe? This is my moment, Mendo. <laughs> well, you've had like three boyfriends. I can't hit on one dragon. Is every dragon just now yours? Doe five boys. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Mendo, give me a persuasion check. Ooh. Can I, I don't know. I, this is probably, I shouldn't flirt with intimidation, should I? No. no. <laughs> Leaf Jim says, no, 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 honey. Don't do that. Okay. No. I'm just better at it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I want to. That's a 22. <laughs> uh, goes. Well, I mean, I moved to Clayboro for a reason, if you're asking, but, um, and, and her eyes are, she's kind of checking out up Mendo up and down, but it's very fast oh. because he's very short. Uh, <laughs> her eyes barely move. <laughs> Mendo, Mendo finishes sipping and winks with like a little flame instead of a glint uh, in his eye. Uh, she winks back, has a little bit of golden flame as well. Damn. Uh, and then her eyes turn to Polly, who's calling her rad, and she sees you pull I'm out. I'm, like, poking her with the scale at this point. Like, I'm like, hey. <laughs> look what I got, look what I got. Get a room. Her eyes turn to Polly, and she sees this dinner plate-sized golden scale that's in your mm-hmm. hands. And her eyes go wide. And she reaches out and just closes her hand and brings it to her mouth. and she goes. That is a scale of the sovereign himself. I leave him turns to Mendo and pats him on the shoulder like, well, you know, girls do like shiny things. Maybe next time, Mendo. <laughs> it, it hasn't lost its luster. That means he is certainly alive. Not only alive, but, but healthy. And uh, she, she says, may, may I hold that, please? Uh, uh... I probably know by this point. Yeah, yeah, I give. I for sure let her hold it. Uh, she grabs it and she lightly breathes a little bit of golden fire onto it. Ah, that's pretty great. And you see text illuminates on the surface of the scale, mm-hmm. uh, sh- like shining bright. It's in draconic, but it's upside down for you guys. And she reads yeah. over it. Leaf Jim tries to read it anyway, even though she can barely read common. How good am I, am I at reading Draconic upside down? <laughs> Probably, give me an intelligence check. Raw. <laughs> All right. Because that's one of my languages, but it's a, that's a nat one. <laughs> it's a real twisty, curvy language. You get caught up in looking at your own reflection. I didn't even notice it was upside down. <laughs> uh, and she reads it aloud. She says, you all are bearers of the rings of Draconica. And so I shall read this to you now. A message from the Sovereign. Gods and their subjects both find strength through faith. Awaken my city, awaken its Sovereign. I don't know what that means. Well, could it be that his city is Babylix? <laughs> his city and... is Babylix, certainly, but awaken his city. Well, we should go wake everyone up. Let's go wake everyone up. Let's go wake everyone up for the sovereign. She draws her sword and points it to the sky. <laughs> for the sovereign! I, it's weird. Mm, where'd she get that sword? Maybe a night of sleep first, Reva. Yes. Yes, I think we all need some rest. Right. I'm not going to be able to sleep at all, but everyone get your rest. We'll, we'll ride like hell in the morning. Well, you know, we'll ride at a comfortable pace. So. Ride like a comfortable pace in the morning. <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> uh, you guys 
tuck yourselves into bed. You guys all go to bed. This bed rocks. Leaf Jim has a dream where she's asking Figgis, what do you want for dinner tonight? Shall I make some, a nice corn stew, your favorite? And- I was going to reheat lasagna, but a corn stew would be delicious. Oh, I've made both. <laughs> <laughs> My perfect wife. <laughs> My perfect husband. Uh, Polly, what do you dream about? Uh, I'm kind of, it's not a restful sleep for me. I'm still like battling a lot of um, stuff in my brain. Uh, yeah, you see your dad. Polly, goddammit, you gotta come to church, church, church. And then uh, the door that he's behind slams shut on him. It's like a vault that drops to the bottom of the, an ocean and gets farther and farther away. I don't wanna. <laughs> if only you went to church, church, church. Uh, Mendo, you don't get to decide your dreams. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping it'd just be a blackout from drinking, but here we are. <laughs> As we always hope for, the ale wasn't strong enough. Nope, never is. You see, you're in the void again. That blank face that had turned red before is now gone. And you're just in a, an entirely blank white void. And you see a halfling figure silhouetted walks towards you. <laughs> oh, well, young Mendo Harris, have you been enjoying the knife that I sold you? I mean, I haven't used it a lot, and you sold it to Polly. Oh, yes, but we all really knew what I was doing there. <laughs> You've served well, and I hope you continue. Wait, who? Okay. What the hell was Cookie's last name? Cookie Shoehorn. Shoehorn. I know the Shoehorns. I just, you, who were who you? Because you're pretty dead. We saw most of you across a room. Mando, I think you'll come to learn that you don't really know much at all. And that's well, I... the Cookie Guarantee. Oh, can I just dream about falling? You know what? You've served well, and I hope you'll continue to enjoy the rest of your night. And then you, boom, he snaps. And you are in a meadow, but you remember everything. You're not at peace at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to set this meadow on Dreamfire. You do that. And then sit in the middle of it, nice and warm. All of the flowers get get the face of Oswaldo, his chubby little halfling face in them. (laughs) And they start screaming, why did you light us on fire? Why did you kill us, Mendo? Damn it. (laughs) I'm going to drink some uh, dream beer, which, in fact, the little bubbles all have as well this face in them. <laughs> Why are you drinking us, man? No one! <laughs> and it's like eight hours of that, and you wake up. Ate <laughs> <laughs> my ass. It's like 30. <laughs> Everyone begins riding. Uh, you see that a line has formed. A, a caravan is heading out into the desert. Uh, can we call it a convoy? A convoy. Convoy. And ain't it a beautiful sight? Yes, a huge convoy has formed. All The halflings and monks of all different races have gathered and are, are packing up, loading what luggage they can onto the sand skippers that remain that Leaf Jim saved. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, and some of the, uh, a couple of the lightly burned ones that you were able to put out as well are intact and ready for motion. As you see, Sister Ember takes, uh, stands on the roof of one of the buildings on the edge of town and she says, People of Clayborough, people of the Ember Monastery, the sovereign desert 
is not the safest place in this world, but no place is. We take our hearth with us into the desert so that it may guide us. In times of conflict, the sovereign desert's sands are known to shift, and its paths and roads are known to change. But we have our faith, and we have each other. Do we have a map? There is no map. <laughs> but, <laughs> thank you, Leaf Gem. No, I'm just making sure. Everyone, Leaf Gem, savior of Clayborough. Yay! Oh, hello, yes. I wave. I wave to all the <laughs> people. There are some camels to the kids. Thank you, the caramels. <laughs> well, we move onward, and we move upward. Forward to Babylex. The sand skippers' anchors are lifted. Some folks are on the backs of camels, others walking. And everyone begins to head into the rising sun of the sovereign desert. Convoy! Convoy! Really hoping we find a map. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on at DingDangPod on all social media or send us an email to DingDangPod at gmail.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and recommend this podcast via word of mouth to someone you know who likes D&D, comedy, or podcasts. We'll see you next week.